This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. In this world there's a whole lot of trouble, baby. In this world there's a whole lot of pain. In this world there's a whole lot of trouble, but a whole lot of ground to gain. Why take when you could be giving? Oh, I watch as the world goes by It's a hard enough life to be living Why walk when you can fly? Kiora, Talofa, Nihau Greetings, welcome Welcome to Quiet Minds Mental Health Radio Plains FM 96.9 Welcome listeners, my name's Debbie May and again I'm chatting with Claire. Claire was here last week talking about her own personal journey a bit with um, hearing impairment and discrimination and how they link with mental health as well and today she's um, going to talk about her role um, in awareness and some of our listeners will know about awareness and others it'll be new to them. So welcome to you Claire. Thank you, Debbie. So where pleasure. would you? Sorry, it's a pleasure to <laughs> cut you off. <laughs> so where would you like to start? Uh, How did you come to awareness? Because in the last five or so six years, I have um, been through my own um, mental distress and um, was in quite a you know dark place of various things going on in my life personally. Um, in terms of family and earthquakes and all sorts of other things. Right. And um, I, one of the things I did was um, turn up at MAPS <laughs> and I, I was really encouraged by the people I met there right. and even though I was quite, I'm probably overly medicated when I first went to um, groups they had on a Tuesday morning. Okay. Um, I, I found it kind of gelled. Um, and their intentional peer support um, model that they followed. Uh, and then as I began to um, sort of come out of that place of um, not being so unwell, I increased my activities at MAPS, mm-hmm. uh, went to different groups. Um, I've been to like um, sort of peer support things, recovery works, um, that type of thing, uh, because there's often, I think, um, views uh, that you know people don't always recover, and right. you know, I think it's important right. to be around people that don't doubt positive. in recovery. Um, that you know we mean to be positive that recovery is possible up to a point anyway, and that um, people need to be encouraged and journeyed with. Mm-hmm. Um, that support is key, uh, and. In the environment there, I found there was a lot of um, acceptance and lack of judgmental type stuff, which I think helps you to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and I was, I was going to quite a few things over a few years, and um, then I... How did you hear about Matt? Um I was actually through the hospital originally when right. I was in not such good space and they used to go out there. Um, and then someone took me along to do like a first step and okay. um, get involved 
when they were in um, the other branch, Colombo Street. Right. Um, so, yeah, and then I think it was about three or three and a half years ago that someone talked to me a bit about awareness, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, that sounds um, interesting. So I joined then. Um, I didn't, like, contribute a lot, but I did sit in on a few submissions that they were doing, um, and, yeah, I found that was really um, kind of something I thought was a really good way to try and um, help improve services for other people as well as myself, I guess. Yeah. So could you talk about a bit about what awareness is? So awareness is a network of, um, well, what you might call consumers or for mental health and addiction or tangata whairua, which are people seeking wellness. Right. And um, it's um, mainly to... Um, support individuals to make a difference Mm -hmm. um, both as individuals or in a collective sense so that um, we do say that there's more power in a a collective voice than there is as an individual Um, and uh, like to be leaders in the culture of change um, and to be champions for a recovery focused community I'm passionate about all those things mm-hmm. and in systemic advocacy, although in my role it's more to encourage others to do those things, um, so it's more of an impartial role I suppose you could say um, being in the coordinating aspect of awareness. So your role is the coordinator yeah. for awareness? Yes um, So I kind of landed into that in the lockdown last year right. um, when it became vacant Yeah, so so you've been doing it for about a year now? Yeah, over a year. Um, probably near 18, well, 18 months, but yeah, quite a while. So I also was uh, involved in the uh, committee that set up the acute alternative to hospital with Te Marama for Pathways in conjunction with the CDHB. Right. Um, and that also comes from a, um, a peer-led model but obviously with you know clinical backup with nurses and doctors available um but people with lived experience involved in running the facility is that up and running yes it has been now um for probably a good two two and a half years maybe. Oh, okay so um, is that more like could you talk a bit about that um what it is yeah so it's it's a um like a it's kind of like a respite place, but it's also a bit like um, an alternative to going into acute services at right. Hamilton to right. Awakura, um, which is, you know, north, south, east, west yes. wards. And um, there is um, like a more individualised, um, homely kind of atmosphere. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's in the community uh, and it, yeah, it supports people who are maybe at a crisis point, but they can get referred there instead of going to Te Awakura. Uh, but there are a limit on beds there. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So what was the thing about that that wanted or you felt passionate about being involved with? Um, I think it's really important to um, like improve... Um, the services. I 
as some, when we went through our nursing training, I actually did that here um, years ago, but we they did talk about being change agents and right. coming from more of a um, total patient care approach rather than a task-orientated one, mm-hmm. that people's needs are addressed holistically. Uh, and I think that the intentional peer support model is kind of like that. Um, and um, I think that that's... Um, important to encourage that kind of approach in the community for enabling, is that the right word? Encouraging yes. well-being and whole-being in mm. people and improving um, the quality of life, whatever their limitations, within their limitations. Yeah. So you've mentioned a couple of times intentional peer support. Would you like to give a brief um, description of what that means for some of our listeners who might not have heard of it. Sure. So um, it's a, a way of uh, encouraging people and working with people that's more of a journeying alongside, a supportive um, connection with people who have been through their own struggles rather than coming from a diagnostic Right. Approach, and so there are people who have experienced mental illness themselves. Oh yes, or yeah. addiction. And, addiction yeah. Um, and and the the main focus is on connecting with our peers or people who are going through similar struggles. Um, to identify with them, with but with an intention in mind to right. um, both you know um, make connections, but step outside their own story, like Sheree Mead would say, and um, try and move to a place of positivity. Um, it's so easy to get stuck in the problem mm. or the mm. diagnosis and not be able to move out of that, whereas within intentional peer support, there's sort of more of a focus on moving to a place of hope and possibility rather than despair. Yeah, I think that's quite an interesting um, overview because you mentioned in your previous interview about how people with mental illness are often seen like that they won't do anything. Sure. Like once they've got an illness, they're stuck and yes. they won't be able to work and they won't be able to contribute to the community. Sure. In whatever way, whether that's in a voluntary way or whether it's um, in paid work or sure. um, education. Yes. Um, so I think it's quite a really good way of explaining Yes, intentional peer support. I think you're right, like. and I think people, um, if they get over medicated, can get so stuck that they mm. it kind of um, can there is stifle a time. them. Yeah, yeah, there is a time, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, time for it, but it's also like um, we don't want to stifle people totally in their their thinking and their speech and their movement. I think you, lo- you can lose hope in that yes, moment, can't you? Absolutely. And I see that, um, and in my own journey with different people that have come along and held out hope for me. Sure. Um, but also in intentional peer support, that's what you're modelling, isn't it? Sure. That, that sure. Yes, you can have a period of being really unwell and life might be just getting out of bed. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And. and um, then you can actually look at, oh, look. Sure. I've been here. Claire's been here. Yes. And she's doing this now. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, um, 
like the Richie McCaws and the, you know, we all need to see. Sure. They're like the 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 poster people. Yes, yes. And sometimes that annoys me. Yes. I think, oh. <laughs> Some of us are a bit like a face for radio. I can't say what I think. <laughs> I <know. laughs> Out there. But, but we do need those poster people. Yeah, but yeah we sure. Need the ground people, yes. the you and me who are out there and sure. have actually like can say, Yep, I understand, I've been there. Yeah. And some days I still can't get out of bed and some days I sure. do. You know, so that's I think really important to give people that hope again, to hide uh, that ray. And I also think that we don't want people to feel judgment because no. they can't get out of bed. No. And it's a hard place because to be when you're there. stuck there. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Or you're on the couch and you yeah. can't get off it for hours or, or whatever it happens to be. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and it's okay for people to be in that space, but we also want to let them know there's support out there. But often it's almost too hard to reach out for that support when you're in that stuck space. You've got to know where to look as well, you don't do. you? You You've do. got to have somebody that knows about awareness or knows about MAPS or sure. different organisations, sure. mental health foundation sure. to guide you towards that sure. you can actually go. Yep. Yeah, and it's not just MAPS. I know there's places like Mind and Body yes. and, um, um, you know, I Step think ahead. Step Ahead. Uh, Aviva have peer support, right. and I think the Spinal Cord um, Trust have peer oh, support for I people with um, spinal injuries. Right. So, um, but in different capacities, right. you know. So, um, so it's getting s- someone who knows where to channel. Sure, sure. Yeah. But it, sometimes we don't even know how to ask the question. No. Um, where can I get support mm. from? And that can make it hard too, can't it? Um, so tell me some of the exciting things that Awareness have done since you've been there. Well, um, recently, we've in the, well, just in recent months, we've been a bit um, confined by <laughs> lockdowns and COVID. Yes. And uh, to be fair, you know, a lot of people um, are experiencing anxiety and more layers and levels since then right. for a whole host of reasons, as you would appreciate. Do you think it's different from the last lockdown? Do you think people's anxiety... Some people are saying it's harder. Um, to, to be fair, I actually um, quite liked the lockdown because it sort of gives us a bit of sense of no you know, car noises and birds singing. Right, and right. Um, I, I found that I'm, I was trying to practice a bit of sign language, actually, and it gave me time to do that right. when I, I wouldn't have the space. So I kind of appreciated that aspect of it. And... Um, I mean, I guess I'm feeling motivated anyway, mm. um, but a little bit of space and time um, is can be a good thing. And some people have said it, you know, they were feeling quite burnt out and having some time in a lockdown gives them time to maybe right. recharge, providing you can shut out all the, the, noise. the stuff about, yeah, and all the stuff about all the COVID cases and everything because mm. that can be overwhelming. So it's just like getting the information you need but not letting it, Get to the stage where it works you up too much. And that is a big thing, isn't it? I mean, I know personally I'm holding my breath till next Tuesday because I'm booked a trip to go to Auckland months ago and I'm like, I really want to go because it was to celebrate my sister's 65th. And and I'm like, I think it's probably about 40 percent chance that I might get to go but it's like that anticipation because I really wanted to go and the sure. letdown of and and knowing why 
like we're all experiencing, knowing why sure. we can't, but like, oh, this is something I've planned for months. Yes, you know? and, yes. And I've found personally that this time for me has been a lot harder. Yes, yes. And I, I understand that a lot of people have said that. I mean, I guess that um, I'm kind of grateful that while we couldn't do some things, we do like themes talks where mm. people come give educational sessions on um, things like, you know, adverse childhood experiences yes. or autism. Um, we had one on anxiety around COVID. Okay. Um, so we have people who may be professional, maybe people coming from a lived experience space, um, and we had to reduce those, obviously. Yes. And um, also um, we did have, um, which was quite a bit of work, a forum uh, just not too long before the last lockdown on trauma-informed care. Right. Um, and we invited a lot of agencies to that and had four speakers from like Tao Marama from um, MAPS and from uh, Stepping Stone um, regarding, you know, um, peer-led services and and coming from a let's understand your background story right. rather than your diagnosis side right. of it. Yeah, um, and how important that is and trying to um, help people. I, I don't know, if we're, we're not always meant to use the word help. Yes, that's but, okay. That's but, you know what I mean? Like um, um, assist people, so, yeah, and encourage. encourage them, yeah. So what's what's coming up? I know we're coming to the surprise, surprise, the end of the year. Sure, <laughs> but which is a bit bizarre. But what have you? Well, um, we've we've also um, we've got a a festival of divergence coming up. That um, fantastic. Um, and I I don't know a lot about them because um, I haven't been able to participate in them in the past. But I know that um, there was one last year. There was unboxed. Yes. World or something, which yes. had a wonderful thing Hannah. that one of us, Hannah, had um, put on and puppets and expressing a display of, of people being like in an institution and, and what that was like, but through the crafts side of I, it. I, I'm a real advocate for this and yes. I really love their burlesque nights that they have. They have yes. a night where and it's just fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. so well worth doing. Lots. And we, um, for awareness, we, we have um, at Kelly, um, the former, one of the former workers for awareness, um, put in place with Mad Poets Canterbury and we right. have a Mad Poets um, at Beat Street um, on Friday, October the 8th that people could come along to. Fantastic. If they wanted to. Um, and the theme for Divergence this time is reclamation, but I'm yet to find out a bit more about that. Reclamation. Over- mm. Mm. Reclaiming. Yes, reclaiming mm. ourselves maybe from how we've been. Also, um, can I just say that we um, do um, quite a few submissions through awareness, right. and this um, in the last few months we've done um, some work on the mental health and wellbeing feedback uh, that was the, a huge piece of work. Sure. I, I, I sort of involved with that too. And sure. I know that it took a lot of um, energy and had quite a, we had quite a voice really as sure. a collective. Yes. And that's what we were mm. saying about, mm. you know, the collective voice is mm. so important. Um, we've also had um, input on the Mental Health Amendment Act. Right. Um, so we're kind of trying to address things like, you know, coercion and mm-hmm. um, reducing seclusion, that type of thing. And um, recently the 
um, banning conversion therapy right. bill that um, members have put input into. Um, we also have meetings um, with the Specialist Mental Health Services General Manager and take questions from the network around things that are current at the time. So we go um, once every two months, different ones. Do you find that they respond um, favourably? Uh, they certainly are, you know, understanding from, you know, the top level. And I think it's just like... And like encouraging things like trauma informed care, but it's like reaching down the levels, isn't it? And educating people. It's really great that you've got an ear with them. Yes, them. yes. <laughs> the GHB, <laughs> mental health specialist. Yeah. Um, can I also say too that um, we we come from um, like a Tafari Tapa Far model um, that Mason Jury introduced years ago. Right. He was. Um, psychiatrist and lecturer at Massey actually and I had um, him for one paper but that you know you need four walls of physical mental well-being um, spiritual and family or whanau and if any of those walls are you know not stable stable then it's like a house that kind of tends to topple um, so um, yeah there's sort of that scope for addressing all those sort of things um, and yeah um, we need to sort of focus on on support through other people whether that's family or um, other uh, friends or things like maps yep. um, some people might go to you know like probus or yep. um, church um, or um you know, craft groups or, or whatever. It's that um, social interaction it is, and isn't support it? in yeah. whatever way. Yes. And using a lot of those interactions sure. to support your, your journey. Yeah. 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 So, um, and like for um, the sort of spiritual side too, it's like, you know, people connect to their faith or to nature, um, music, uh, meditation. Uh, you know, I, I kind of... Um, have been quite inspired by some people through the Salvation Army right. and like that. Um, I actually um, am involved with music with them right. and just the, um, again, journeying alongside people has been really important, but, you know, having purpose and meaning as well in what you do. But everyone, you know, has a different idea of, of God or a higher power. Um, but I think, you know, it's good to tap into something over and above ourselves at times, mm-hmm. um, even though there's lots of struggles and we don't always understand a lot that's going on. Well, um, Claire, we've just about run out of time. So if you'd like to give awareness's contact details sure. so that anyone that's listening would like to contact. So um, you can contact us on a phone number on 03 365 or email awareness um, at maps, M-H-A-P-S dot org dot NZ. And um, we also have a Facebook page that people right. can check on things like Divergence Festival. Festival. And we have monthly meetings with our members um, to support them and to encourage, uh, you know, um, working towards better services where we can. So... Um, um, we have actually run out of time. Okay, <laughs> No, it's great. It's fantastic. And I um, appreciate you coming in to talk about awareness because I know that 
we probably could have done two shows yes. because we, they do do a lot. Yes. And, and next year will be different again. Hopefully we'll be out of lockdown and people will be able to meet. Yes. And together rather than having to do it by Zoom or yeah. whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, so thank you for coming in to share about awareness. And this is Debbie May signing off on behalf of Quiet Minds Mental Health Radio on Plains FM. There's a whole lot of sorrow and a whole lot of ground to gain. When you spend your whole life wishing, wanting and wondering why, it's a long enough life to be living. Why walk when you can fly? You can download this and other Quiet Minds programs by going to plainsfm.org.nz and clicking on podcasts. This show repeats on Wednesdays at 10.30am. Thanks for listening. In this world there's a whole lot of cold. In this world there's a whole lot of blame. In this world you've a soul for a compass and a heart for a pair of wings. There's a star on the far horizon, rising bright in an azure sky. For the rest of the time that you're given, why walk when you can fly high?